0: A visitation Hear the spirit call Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakubon Be blessed as you listen Come, let us enter in Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise Hallelujah You may take your seats somebody, God is up to something. Tell somebody else, God is up to something. Say to another person, God is up to something. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord once again. You know, you're in the spirit when you raise the song you raise, mighty warrior, great man just seconds before you raise the song the Lord told me to tell you that he is fighting for you just when God said it he raised the song the Lord is fighting for you and that's not the only thing I saw as we were singing the song you know God's names are many but there is one name that is an embodiment of all of God The four letter word they call the tetragrammaton, Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. That is why we raise the songs about Yahweh. And I saw it written in fire. And the Lord is saying, he is fighting for you. He is Jehovah Sabao, the Lord your banner, Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. He is Jehovah Rohit, the Lord your shepherd. Whatever you want Him to be, He will be for you. Hallelujah! Tell somebody the Lord is fighting for you. Tell another person the Lord is fighting for you. Hallelujah! You see, God fighting for you means different things to different people. But I prophesy to you that whatever it is your battle is, the Lord shall fight for you. You will rejoice in victory because the one who fights for you has never been defeated. He has never known defeat he is the mighty man of war he is the one who stands before us like a mighty warrior hallelujah maybe it's an examination battle the lord will fight for you maybe it's a health battle the lord will fight it for you maybe it's a family problem the lord will fight it for you maybe it is something that gives you sleepless nights the lord will fight it for you somebody give the lord a shout of praise Hallelujah. You may take your seats. I must comport myself and preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless God for this morning. You know when Pastor Della kept talking about three super Fridays, I'm sure some of you didn't know what we were talking about because you didn't come for midweek service. So, what is Going to happen is that we are going to have some very special Fridays, Hallelujah! Starting from this coming Friday, which is the seventeenth of um, of September, every Friday we are going to fast as a church, and in the evening we are going to meet for some red hot boiling prayers, Hallelujah. I've told you about the month of September. I've said this several times. I don't need to to repeat it. You you must be part of this prayer. You see, the whole idea is that what the enemy intended for evil, we are going to turn it to our advantage. Hallelujah. We're going to turn it to our advantage. So Friday night, 17th September. Friday night, 24th September. And then we finish it off on the 1st of October hallelujah that one I call it the night of finality somebody say the night of finality hallelujah yeah and you know while I was announcing it I even realized that 1st October is a very prophetic you give me the Genesis 8 5 again the first day of the 10th month is is very prophetic anything that is supposed to show in your life that is hidden that day god will touch you and it will begin to show hidden potentials hidden giftings that glory that is buried it shall begin to show and this one was referring to the time when the world was covered by a flood he said and the waters decreased continually until the word the 10th month he said in the 10th month on the what day the first day of the month where the tops of the mountain seen. Hallelujah. That means that which was buried, the flood began to recede. May every flood the enemy has sent into your life begin to recede in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yeah. And those nights, I'm not coming as a teacher. I am coming to minister to you as a prophet of God. Hallelujah. It will be intense worship Prayer, ministration in the spirit. Amen. Whatever evil the enemy has planned for you, God will reveal it and we shall deal with it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Post that. So, make it a part of your agenda. Amen. This one is just Fridays, 17th, 24th and the 1st of October. And the theme we are dealing with is give me this mountain. Hallelujah. Yeah, This statement was made by Caleb. He was talking about a mountain that was promised him. But you see, that mountain had giants on it. It wasn't a plane that you just walk into. You must climb. Energy, you must fight for it. So we are contending for that which is ours in those three nights. Hallelujah. Give me this mountain. So just start preparing yourself for it. So we fast on those days. And then we meet in the evening for prayer, for worship, and ministration of the spirit. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. So, this morning, I have to conclude with the deadly men. <laughs> I have to finish. I'll finish. So, we've done eight, right? So, I'm left with seven. So, I'm going to do all the seven today. Some of them, I'll just be quick with them. And there are some two that I will elaborate so we'll be done on time hallelujah all right so I'm sure you remember deadly man number one deadly man number one was what the man who doesn't fear God number two number three the man who tries to turn every conversation into a sexual one number four man with many financial skeletons number five the don juan (laughs) the devilishly handsome man who is a bad boy you want to avoid him but you can't avoid him and he's a serial heartbreaker may god deliver you from such in the name of jesus number six Yes, the man who looks at you lustfully and sometimes touches you inappropriately. He's a deadly man because he's a potential molester. He's a potential harasser and he's a potential rapist. Number seven. Pardon? The man who is obsessed with you, monitoring you here and there, makes outrageous sacrifices He's prepared to stop school so he can be in the same town with you. There's something wrong somewhere. It's a red flag. Don't enjoy it and say, this man loves me to the moon. And he opens his mouth and tells you, if I can't have you, then nobody else can have you. It is a dangerous statement. What it means is that if he cannot have you, then the one who has to have you must go or you yourself must go. A lot of crimes and murders have been committed by such people. You see, when we say somebody has a psychiatric problem, it doesn't mean the person is mad. oh we say yes, here madness, psychiatric madness, there are a lot of subtle disorders. People have a lot of problems walking around. And sometimes we see them as they are some way, but it's not some way. It's, it's a problem that they have and they need help. Hallelujah. Number eight is what? The sexually perverse, the sexually perverse man of God. That's my favorite of all of them. Uh, they use Bible to trick you to sleep with you you say come for Akwantre. and they are using oil to massage you tell you when they sleep with you demons cannot sleep with you again the spiritual marriage is broken Psst, may the Lord have mercy on us see these are the people who are spoiling the, the work Hmm? so now when they say a young man doing ministry you are one of them until proven otherwise but this church we don't do those things, hallelujah those things are far away from here my pastors are honorable men let's, let's put our hands together for them four years of church I've not heard anybody say and hey, pastor this, this, that, no, no, no they don't do those things they don't do those things and they'll never do those things you are planning to go and tempt one of them, you will be disgraced. So drop your plans. Hallelujah. They are honorable men. Morally upright, God-fearing people. You see, these things too. (laughs) That day, I showed Pastor Enes a video. There's a young woman who was actually sitting on, on TV. She said her aim is to be able to enter a church and sleep with the head Pastor. Sleep with the junior pastors and start lining up the young men one by one. That's an amen. She was saying it boldly. I'm sure if I had told NSU, I thought I was lying. <laughs> I showed him the video and he saw the lady talking about it. And he said, That's why the men of God too have to be wise. Mm? You don't go doing deliverance for a lady alone. Mm. As them recently, we had to pray for a lady. I, I, I made sure Pastor Hene's wife was with us. There must be a woman, a mature woman among the team. If it is a woman you are praying for, hallelujah. Don't do this. There was a young man, very anointed. He was living in a single room. And a lady came to see him about some problems she had. And she said, come to my, my place. He didn't have any bad intentions, so. The lady had problems with lust and men and blah blah. She needed prayer, and this guy too, prayerful brother, anointed man. As he laid hands and started praying for her, of course the demon started manifesting. But it was a demon of lust, so she started doing things. He ended up sleeping with her. There, deliverance didn't need be before from something else completely. So you need to be wise. Follow ministerial ethics. Amen. School of Ministry. As we have started the module on practical ministry, I'll teach you ministerial ethics. The do's and the don'ts. When you are ministering to a woman and it's a breast problem, you don't lay hands on the breast as a man. We don't do that. Call a woman to come and lay hands on the breast and you lay hands on the woman's head to transmit the power. She becomes like a wire. You yourself, you are a wire because the power comes from God. So wire to wire to wire like that. You don't go touching the breast and saying, I I am ministering to you. People are doing all sorts of things. They want to pray for you. Somebody said, a man of God said to pray for her. She said her business was dead. Right? He needed to resurrect the business. And he referred to the time Elijah went to pray for the woman's son. And he lay." So, prophetically, as he is lying on her and praying, the same way that the boy came back alive, the business will also come back alive. May God fish out such people from the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Okay, they have spoken about them already. Let me not. (laughs) So, now let's go to number nine. Deadly man number nine. Who is deadly man number nine? Deadly man number nine is the pathological liar. Pathological liar. This man's lying is is a sickness. You see, sometimes somebody lies, and you can see the reason why the person had to lie. But when the person is lying without reason, there is no justification sometimes people find themselves in situations where it's like they need to lie to free themselves that is when you don't believe that the truth shall set you free you you feel like when you say the truth it will rather incarcerate you so you have to lie I'm not saying those kinds of lies are understandable and justifiable no, but I'm talking about the kind of person who will lie for no apparent reason pathological liar. they'll lie about their background they'll lie about the school they attended they'll tell you their father is the chief of so so and so and so 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 he's a prince your majesty (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) he has never seen the inside of a palace (laughs) before anytime a guy is coming around you look out for lies hallelujah Amen. you are not out of your place to investigate the authenticity of the things he tells you you see the reason why this is a dangerous man is that he will raise your expectations and crush them there are some people they've made up their mind that there are certain kinds of guys i will not go near them all. somebody say me the way i have suffered in my life I don't want somebody who is also suffering so that we all suffer together again. So in their minds, they are looking for a certain kind of man. So he comes, presents himself in a certain way like, oh, God has answered my prayer. But you investigate and find out, no, it is not so. They're liar. They will lie about their marital status. Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll show you one of the ways of catching them. It's a certain sign. When they feel it, shall I show you what sign it is? You see the ring finger. Eh? What's the medical name for it? The anatomical name isn't it? Annularis. Oh. Why anatomically, you know, he has the assistant syllabus now. No, when we say annular is ring, it's called annularis. Hey, or it's me that I'm wrong. Right now, you're making me wonder if I'm. You don't know. The ring finger. The thumb is called what? The hallux. They have names. No one is the an annularis. But you know the word annular means ring-like. Eh, annularis. <laughs> when a man comes to you and claims he's not married, take a very close look at his ring finger. A very close look. I'm not talking about a cursory look. A very close look, scrutinize the ring finger. You know, a lot of them what they do is when they are coming to you, they remove the ring. They'll take off the ring. If he is married and he's been wearing a ring, when you look at it well, you will see a mark there. And the mark is two things. It could be a groove because most of them they were slim and when they married they started eating good food so they became big so their fingers are bigger than the original size so it and so it creates a very subtle groove there so one you look out for a groove and two you look out for discoloration you see i've taken off my ring but if you come and look carefully pastor come and look do you see the groove? Do you see the discoloration? Aha. Uh-huh. That is what I'm talking about. Maybe a females should come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. You see the groove. And you see the discoloration. Look out for this sign. I call it the annularis sign. <laughs> if he fails the annularis sign. Advise yourself. Hallelujah. Yes. So the pathological liar will lie. some of them are very 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 good at the line they will craft it nicely you will believe them they will raise your hopes and just dash it like that Pam. somebody made a lady use some piece of land the only property her father left her as a collateral for him to go and collect a loan because he gave her the impression he has some money be somewhere and blah 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 eventually the guy just absconded. Like that. The only property hey, father left her. May God deliver you from such people in the name of Jesus. Deadly man number 10. The short tempered man who is physically abusive. Short tempered. I don't mean like a short person it's the temper that is short it's not a human being that is short <laughs> the short tempered person or man who is physically abusive and you see these people are deadly because they can leave you physically scarred they get angry at the slightest thing and it's like their anger doesn't match the, the situation for which they are angry and they get physically abusive, you see. When he starts seeing subtle signs like he'll grab your upper arm some way and drag you in a certain way when he gets angry, or he may start with a small shove a small push. Next time he's pulling your hair because he's annoyed. The next time he gets angry and takes your phone and smashes it on the ground, Bam! or smashes it against the wall. These are signs. Run away. Tell somebody, run away. Run away. away. The next time, it won't be the phone being smashed on the wall to be your head. Because he's angry. And these people, they get physically abusive, but seem very repentant immediately afterwards and come crying and come begging. But the next time they get the opportunity, they do it again. If you're a man and you can lift your hand and be violent towards a woman, you are a stupid man. In fact, grade 20, stupid. You are you are foolish. You are a fool. I told you the no number two before. Allow me to be free. You are very, 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 very stupid. If you are watching me online and you are even here and you have the guts to lift your hand at a woman, you are a big fool. A very big fool. a big fool these things uh, most of the time the underlying factor is inferiority complex mm-hmm. they don't have confidence in themselves they feel the woman is overshadowing them one way or the other and the only way they can show their powers is by exerting physical strength and physical force a lot of wives have been murdered people have been maimed stabbed acid thrown on people just because they were close to men who had very bad short tempers and were physically abusive start noticing the signs early and run away this is not though he's leaving me here to lie him, matter. they do it once they do it twice and you are tolerating it the next time it will get worse and get worse and get worse and warn to you if you are locked up in a marriage with such a person they wake up in the morning and they feel bored and they just want to punch you to give themselves the kicks that is what makes them feel okay it makes them feel like they're on top of the world crazy men their wives serve them food they taste the food it's not nice and they take the food and pour it on the face of the woman they are crazy people they they belong to the psychiatric ward. when you go to a psychiatric hospital there's a place there's a place they call it a special ward that place it's not a world though it's they are like cages that is where such men belong to when you start seeing the signs run away run away he gets angry and the next time he realizes he has pulled a knife run away I've told you the story about the, the nurse who married the, the, the driver in the uh, what do you call him in the hospital she was working in she loved him so she decided to marry the driver people were like ah but i mean you are more educated than her look for somebody your level or somebody higher and she said she loved him and because of the inferiority complex he was so jealous anytime he sees her talking to one of the doctors or another male nurse or something he gets so jealous and they were working in the same hospital he was the driver of the hospital And so one particular day i think she was locked up in a very long hearty conversation with one of the doctors in the hospital and this man was very angry he used to use the 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 hospital van to drop her at home after week so that she came to sit in the van and he was quiet throughout they were going she was trying to chat him the guy wasn't my name i had come to a certain level They were going 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 and she realized where they were going isn't the usual route to their house She was like where are you taking me the guy didn't mind her and he drove her to a secluded place pulled her out of the car and stabbed her 16 times luckily for her she didn't die she needed multiple surgeries for her to survive and guess what when she got well her parents came for her and took her to their house this lady says she will not press charges she was the only witness in the case you see you can only convict somebody if there is a witness to help to convict the person she says she will not press charges sometimes ladies may god do something to your mind what is it she says she will not press charges the man was walking scot-free Got to a point started apologizing and begging and whatever for two years she was staying with her parents one day she just got up and told the parents she wants to go back to her husband uh, if you are here like that and somebody has tied your spirit we we'll lose you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth her parents threatened her if you walk out of this house consider that our relationship with you is finished what life can he give you that way as your parents cannot show to you and you want to go for him to kill you finally he started a job till they do as part this one is not <laughs> this that they are talking about is god's death too. this one he is the cause of the death he's the cause of the death short-tempered physically abusive people may god deliver you from such when you realize he's like that run away tell somebody run away tell another person run away because most of the time they don't change they don't change they'll come and cry crocodile, alligator, lizard yes but the next time they get the chance they do it again a short tempered man who is physically abusive number 11 this one is to the married woman those of you who are not married put it at the back of your head so that when you get married you apply who is this number 11 man this left winger (laughs) he is the man who constantly tries to make your husband look like a loser Mm. some of you married females you may have some friends somewhere that you're probably confiding about the things your husband does that you don't like in fact this person i'm talking about this kind of person can even be a pastor yes look if you're a pastor and somebody comes to complain about the husband it is not in your place to paint the husband black in front of the woman you see most of the time eh, marriage the problem is focus somebody say focus the problem is that people are focusing on the wrong things on the negative things you can't have a husband who is 100% bad there will definitely be some good in the person true or false yes so when the person comes complaining your job as a counselor as a man of God as a pastor is to help the person to see some of the good sides in the, in, the, in the and you see when you, when you decide to see the good sides in a person forgiving becomes easier when I'm trying to settle a matter between two people most of the time the first thing I go for is that look since you got to know this person can you say everything he has done has been bad you realize that the good has even been more than the bad but most of the time we take the bad that's why somebody said "Men's evil deeds are written on brass and the good deeds are written on water when I am right no one remembers and when I'm wrong no one forgets that is human nature So it is your job as a servant of God to help the person to see the good side. It doesn't mean we are ignoring the negative side but don't go trying to make it look worse. Say, ah, ask for this your husband. He doesn't have vision at all. What kind of man is this? He doesn't deserve you. And the worst part of this is that sometimes they even try to compare themselves to him. Ah, if it's me, I won't do this. If you're a man of God, you open your mouth to say this kind of thing. Oh, you're a You're a villager. She brings you a scenario. And you, you start painting. Oh, if it was me. This is how i would have done. No, 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 no. no I did was wrong. No, it's very, very, very bad. It is village life. It is crassism. You're not supposed to do that. Hallelujah. Your job is to try and make her see the positive side of the person, not that you are ignoring the negative, you deal with the negative but you don't go amplifying the negative because that is what the devil is doing and you are being a tool in the hands of the enemy to create further distance between the two of them and that is what makes such a man a deadly man he is not for reconciliation he is rather for separating the two people constantly trying to make your husband look like a loser. Ah, so all this well. And he hasn't bought a car. Hey. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Oh, no, 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 no. My man, yeah, no, no. It's not supposed to be like that. And naturally, as a woman, talking to somebody who is another person's husband, talking like that, who make you feel like, no, there's really something wrong with him. You are deepening the unhappiness in the home. And that makes you dangerous are dangerous. And the truth is that some of them, when they start consistently bad mouthing your husband like that, there's a possibility they have some secret interest in you. Because they know so long as the bond between you and your husband is strong, there's no way you are going to give yourself to them. So let's create that animosity. Break that bond between them so that we can also amalgamate anastomose. that is a dangerous man and so those of you who are are leaders and you have people looking up to you I'm giving you a tip you are not supposed to do such things you are not supposed to bring that husband down rather look for the positives and accentuate the positives you will agree with me that when you focus on somebody's positives it's easier to forgive the person and let go because most of the time the positives are more than the negatives I've said to you several times that the difference between a happy couple and an unhappy couple is not the absence of issues. Every relationship has its small, small issues. Every marriage has its small, small issues. So long as you had two different people who stayed in two different wombs, even two people with the same DNA twins, sometimes they fight. There are bound to be times of misunderstanding. The difference between a happy couple and an unhappy couple is not the sense of problem. So when you see two people and they are happy, a man and a wife somebody and the fiance and they are happy it doesn't mean they don't have issues the difference is that one group is concentrating on the negatives and the other group is concentrating on the positives and enjoying the positives while they work on the negatives that's the difference between a happy couple and an unhappy one don't think because you are far away and you don't know uh, what is, there are things hallelujah there are things. There are things. It's focus. So if the person comes to stand in front of you and you are deepening the focus on the negative, you are being a tool in the hands of the enemy. And that makes you deadly. And you have to look out for such people. Hallelujah. As I keep saying, I don't deceive myself that I'm the only one who speaks into your life. I won't deceive myself that I'm the only one who counsels you. I don't know where you have been going. I don't know who you have been going to consult. I don't know. <laughs> who you have been seeing with your issues but beware of such a person hallelujah beware of such a person may God deliver you from such in Jesus name that's deadly man number 11 number 12 is the man who obviously does not respect women and they are men like that they don't respect women they feel women are inferior to men they feel women are supposed to be servants to men they feel when a man talks a woman can't say something you know you see them it's like there are, there are some statements they make early on there are some things they say and those things must raise your antenna hallelujah you see those of you here that you are going to school and you are in tertiary education and blah 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 and you've learned how to express yourself. <laughs> I've learned how to express yourself and speak your mind. I see when it comes to that one too you have to <laughs> you have to balance things. Kakra. Hallelujah. Aha. Deadly woman number what? cra was the disrespectful one. Was it number 11? The disrespectful one. Yes. The fact that you have been to school doesn't mean you can speak your mind and say anything at all but you see this kind of man i'm talking about he sees women as inferior and they make statements like You start hearing sad things run away because they are not even married to you they have not taken a password to pay your bride price nowadays to marriage is expensive so what will happen after they have spent money on you paid your bride price that one they will use you as the mop your hair that you have done nicely they will turn you upside down and use it to mop the house The man who doesn't respect women some of them you even see them at your workplace the way they talk to you just because you are female they never talk to the males like that was a daughter of my came to complain about some doctor on her word. So the guy doesn't talk to the males like that, but when it comes to the females, always back by talking some way things. Until one day, somebody's husband came and told him warning. There are times you need to do certain things. So Elijah's Spirit, you know, I was saying So every time that is Moses make a man like that, give him serious warning let speak to my wife like that again you will have me to deal with and this guy too he was some the one who was talking some way to them some short guy and this girl's husband take say, uh, if he comes to fight round one if around half they'll finish you Okay. <laughs> he stopped doing that there are men who just don't respect women sometimes it comes from their upbringing that's why you must be careful the way you raise your children you can raise sons who don't respect women easily if everything you will make the sisters do it for him everything even there somebody they can't even boil water if water could burn they would have burnt it everything sister so and so Especially if they are older crap, everything commanded, they will grow up with that mentality. They don't respect women. And those are the people that when you marry them, they see the marriage as a liberation from any kind of physical work. When you are both tired, exhausted, you go and sit down and cross his leg times are changing you know? hallelujah especially the early stages of marriage the two of you must collaborate and get things done hallelujah So it's a woman's job so this is collaborate and get it done after this i've written me i've changed diapers don't you see the way pastor Alpha carrie's baby pastor Alpha carrie's baby and things like that see pastor Ernest, the children are the, these things moon common we have to stop it when the child is doing good things, you say, My son, when he's crying, he's behaving no. It's a sign of disrespect. Hallelujah. Look, when babies are crying, things, I've said it to you before. There are some things we, the men, we can't do breast milk, we can't give. We are not created with those powers, we don't have those powers. But we have stronger muscles than the women. Hallelujah. Carrying babies, we should be able to carry them. Huh? Oh, why are the men quiet? <laughs> we should be able to carry babies. Hallelujah. Yes. My wife and I, when we didn't have house help, those LEDs, the children, boy, girl. So in the morning, we share boys, boys, girls, girls. And mine was more difficult because the girl was calm and very docile. If you say now nah, sit here, she will sit here. Me, when you are feeding him, you give him one. He will run around. You taste him. And that one was my responsibility because I have stronger muscles. Hallelujah. Guess what time the food? No, Charlie. Who wasted time? Mitine kissing kissing Eat. We are done. I have things to do. I can't spend one hour <laughs> on you alone like that. So sometimes mommy will come and say, hey, why is the food in a small plenty? Like, mm, we, are, we are on it. Because if you do a small small, like three hours. So if you catch my open, it's not dumb. Swallow the thing. <laughs> Time is money money. <laughs> We've done all these things and we are still the same. Hallelujah. We are still the same. You know, when it comes to the house, eh, I think I think things should be done according to who is better at doing certain things. Largely, largely women are better cooks than males. Largely. Okay? Largely. But there are some things that you naturally expect a woman to be better but the man may be better and there are some things that you expect the man to be better at but the woman is better at those things for example you would expect that when it comes to fixing spoiled things like these engineering things or you've bought something that is in pieces and you have to put it together you naturally expect that a man should be better at that I can tell you that my wife is better at doing those things than me. This niece fidgeting with things and he didn't get it from me. I'm not good with those, those things. Like I can look at the diagram, the time I'll look, if it's a chair or something like that, Like she will collect it and decipher it and do it. Oh, there are some things that gets spot and she will find some way and, and repair. She's better at those things than me. In the same way too, you didn't expect a man to be good at putting babies to sleep. But I was better at putting the babies to sleep than her. Sometimes you can carry them and then they do, 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 do. When I collect them, no, I say put your head on my chest. Spirit of a living God. And then you realize, pa! Okay. Whether it is sleeping in the unction or proper sleep, I don't know but it was faster and more effective when I carried them hallelujah yes so you must treat women with respect hallelujah treat women with respect there are a lot of women who are stressed out in their marriages they are unhappy and they can't say it because when you go to say it, they'll say you're a lazy woman Sounds don't disappoint me hallelujah treat your wives with respect don't speak to them anyhow You hear a man and the wife has put on with Hey, i didn't cry now i had to say somebody said why well, is said 90 dang those mad houses you see there's no ship somebody too told the woman she's looking like a wardrobe there are no caps in the wardrobe when i married you were not like this right now you have become straight like that big and straight like that you don't do such things hallelujah may god give us the grace to respect the woman in our life that was number what 11 right number 12 okay that means we are left with three good Number 13, (laughs) somebody says I'm going too (laughs) fast. Number 13, now listen to this one carefully. Is the one we call the narcissistic man. Narcissistic man. N A R I C I S S -S I -S S T I C. Narcissistic man. All right, it's not that big a word. Who is this narcissistic man? You see, when we talk about narcissism, it's all about the person who he's about the self. It's me, 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 me. The narcissistic man, when you go out with him and you are chatting, he's just talking about himself, his achievements. His bank account, a balance. He is boastful. When you want to talk about your issues, the things that are on your heart, he'll quickly change the topic and start talking about himself. The narcissistic man. And in fact, there is a psychiatric order called the narcissistic personality disorder. narcissistic personality disorder I phased out some of the characteristics of those with this problem number one those who suffer from this disorder they have an inflated sense of importance you know there are some people who feel they are so important but when you look at them you don't see why I'm not saying everybody who is like that has a psychiatric problem. You see, we have people with narcissistic tendencies, but are not narcissists. Okay? So in fact, this man, let me put it as the man with narcissistic tendencies. Because when we say the narcissist, we are currently talking about the one who is suffering from this one, the psychiatric problem I'm talking about. And there are people walking around like that. They have an exaggerated sense, an inflated sense of importance. Two, this one I copied it directly from a medical, a psychiatric journal. Okay, they said they have a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. And the key word is excessive. Don't say because the person has a need for attention. You wow, are narcissistic. No. There is excessive. Excessive. Number three, there is a lack of empathy for others. It's because everything is about them. Empathy. When we say empathy, you understand. It's like, what's the word for a tree with timah? Oh, or does it, right? Aha. Uh-huh. They don't have it. It's like everything is them. Everything is them. Everything is them. Number four, they said they often have troubled relationships. Number five, they often demonstrate arrogant behavior. Very, very arrogant. Proud. And you don't see what they have to be proud of too. I've met people like that. I'm like, Charlie, where is this pride coming from? Until I read that there is a problem like that. Go, Charlie. Some proud people you can see and know that this is the reason he's proud. By you, Kotoku, nothing. Looks uh, you are average. I can what, what what is it that is making you proud? <laughs> you need to be aware of these people. You will never get emotional fulfillment if you marry such a person. It's all about him. He won't listen to your problem. When you start talking, no, you just change the conversation and it will become about he himself. you always be sad. If you're not disciplined, you'll go and look for the attention from somewhere else. And you see, some of these people actually believe other people are envious of them. No, there's no reason for anybody to be envious of them you believe that other people are, you know some people who just uh, it's like everybody is just envious of me <laughs> you know those kind of things it can be a problem <laughs> actually they said you need about five of these to be present at the same time for you to say the person is suffering from the syndrome so that means ordinary human beings who don't have that problem can have one or two but if you have about five of the things that i've listed then you are, you end up You need help. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, to meet people who are all about themselves. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. They see you need help like this. Well, like, meanwhile, when they expect you to help them with something, you don't do. Create a fight out of it. Narcissistic person. Deadly man number thirteen. Deadly man number 14. I want to spend a little time on it. Because it is more common than we think. Maybe of all the ones I've talked about today, that's the most common. Alright.
1: Deadly man number
0: 14 is the emotionally abusive man. We've talked about the one who abuses physically. But this one abuses emotionally. And I think that is even more dangerous. Emotional abuse is more dangerous than physical abuse. Physical abuse, you may have a scar. If you get a good plastic surgeon, they can cover it for you and nobody will see. But who is going to do the surgery on your emotional scars? Unless God, the Holy Spirit himself works on you. So it's deeper. So if you abuse a woman emotionally, you are worse off than the one who slaps her. You are worse off than the one who takes her head and bangs the door and the wall with it. You are worse. Because you are scaring their spirit, scaring their soul, scaring their inner man. There are a lot of women who have lost their sense of confidence and self-worth simply because they've been around an emotionally abusive man. Emotional abuse comes in four broad forms. Number one is verbal aggression. Verbal aggression. Number two is intimidation. Number three is humiliation. And number four is manipulation. I'll go over them again. Emotional abuse. It comes in four broad forms. Verbal aggression. Intimidation. Humiliation. And then manipulation. Verbal aggression. They insult you they use your weaknesses against you when they know you are insecure about something that is when they rather talk about it they know you are insecure about your height or just because they are upset with you they know you are insecure about your, your skin color maybe you wish you were darker or you wish you were fairer look whatever color God gave you be happy with it hallelujah there are men who like fair women there are some who like dark women there are some too who like chocolate whatever your type is there is a man who will appreciate you for it this here you know the maintenance you know? and <laughs> those things be, be happy there are people who are addicted to bleaching such that when their bleaching cream finishes it's like they are short of blood And the ugly one cries, the man who do it. (laughs) They bleach and look like pork. You see how when you buy fresh pork, I'm not talking about the roasted one. The raw one. The way the skin is like that. And when you do it after a while, you begin to exude a certain smell. But they don't know. When you are eating into certain layers of the skin and things, some things will start coming out and you have a certain smell. You see that uh, lizard? They call it a word cry. The one with the black body and the fair head. Uh-huh. So there are people like that. Fair head though. Like their head is yellow. And the rest of their body is black. It's been a long time since I saw that kind of lizard though. People been chewing their husband. Always when we're small, we used to see them nowadays, we don't see them anymore. Verbal aggression. What you don't want to hear is what they will tell you. You see, women, eh, there are some things they may be true, but they don't want to hear. If your wife cooks for you and that day they uncle eat, you don't want to hear that. that day' <laughs> You keep quiet and eat it. Hallelujah. You keep quiet and eat it. I mean, we're all human beings. It's not every time that you get it right. In fact, the day that I'm going, it may not be your, your 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 fault. It may be the species of the tomatoes. The tomatoes you see all of them as tomatoes, but they are different different species. It may be the species of the tomatoes. Hallelujah. The onion species might, be, might have been different I hear okrokrat there are different types There are some that you can use To get the soup to be very slimy Some to you do whatever you know in this world So it's a species problem It's not a matter of the cooking Hallelujah Yeah So you don't have to be verbally aggressive If she cooks 99 times correct And one pair is wrong You just give it Everybody is allowed a bad day Hallelujah. Aha. So you don't have to be verbally aggressive. Saying things you are not supposed to say. Using their past against them. Even you cry that you had had 10 boyfriends before I met you. You when we married, say you were not a wedding. Don't say such things. They scar the emotions. It is not like a physical slap that will hear power, but it's like a big bang of a gun that hits their soul and the head can stay forever. Verbal aggression, intimidation. All of these things is witchcraft intimidation. I've told you before that witchcraft is not only flying at night. Galatians, they talked about this of the flesh. There's a fleshly aspect of witchcraft. It's all about control. Trying to control somebody. And intimidation is one of the tools people use to control others. You're in a relationship with a man but you're afraid of him. You are married to him, but you are afraid of him. If you are married to somebody or you are in a relationship with somebody and you feel like you can't express your concerns, you are in an emotionally abusive relationship. I'm telling you. You can't express your concerns. If there's something that is bothering you, you can't say it because the person has intimidated you to a certain point. is emotional abuse. Humiliation. Manipulation. Now, let me hit this point because this is the most common manifestation of emotional abuse. Listen well. When you are in a relationship with somebody who constantly threatens you with a breakup, the slightest thing, I will leave you The slightest thing I'll leave you, that is emotional abuse. And gentlemen, if you do those things, in fact, one of the signs of immaturity is when you do this particular thing. You are in a hurry to play the I'll leave you or I'll break up with you card. You are not a man, you are a boy. Such people are not ready for relationships. Go and learn a little more before you go and look for somebody's daughter. Hallelujah. Gentlemen, are you listening to me? You didn't hear the thing I did talk. You want me to break down, come the pigeon inside you. (laughs) Threatening with breakup, with divorce. I'll leave you. I'll leave you. What is that? It is boys who behave that way. in a relationship and anytime he does something to you and you complain by the time you finish the conversation you are rather apologizing that is emotional abuse he is abusing you emotionally and if you are here and you do that you are an emotional abuser stop it stop it you know some guys and they have a way they will turn the thing around they will never apologize They are the one who did the wrong thing. They will never apologize. They will will turn the thing around. And by the time you are done, you are rather crying and begging and apologizing. That is emotional abuse. It's worse than slapping. It's worse than kicking. It's worse than smashing a head. You are scarring the person's soul for life. The truth is that by the time you are in a relationship and you've threatened leaving the person three, four times, it has now become a tool for emotional blackmail. that some guys they get the kick out of the lady feeling guilty. They always want to make you feel guilty. They always want to make you feel bad, always bringing up things that you have done. He wants to see you cry, he wants to see you beg. That is emotional abuse. It's emotional abuse. And ladies, if you are with somebody who consistently does that, you need to master the courage. This one is not man up, woman up. And also threaten to leave him if he doesn't stop. Because some of them, that is what they need to wake up. Most of the time, this thing happens because you've given them the impression, I cannot live without you. You have given your all. You feel if he leaves you, there's no one else. You look at your age and your biological clock. You're like, if this guy leaves me, I'm finished. But these people, if they don't change, they will enter marriage with it and you'll be miserable for the rest of your life. It's better to be single than to be locked up in an emotionally abusive marriage. Darling. Always begging. Always this. Always, you are the only one who is always apologizing. Meanwhile, he's misbehaving left, right, center. gentlemen you need to grow up hallelujah stop this thing when you meet a lady who shows you that she loves you wholeheartedly you must love her back and cherish her don't use her like a rag don't play with her emotions and blah blah there's somebody waiting on the wings called track <laughs> this is for what they need is a wake-up call it's a wake-up call he said, Wake up, god The next time he does that, you two threaten that at me too. I'm tired. It must stop at a point. You mustn't enter marriage with it, though. You mustn't enter marriage with it. Emotional abuse. When you are there and everything is fine, blah, 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 blah. I heard somebody say, Hey, nowadays, cry. My girl, she's getting too comfortable you Wanted to be uncomfortable. Are you a wizard? Are you are you are you an agent of the devil? He said she's getting too comfortable. So they start doing some things to, to make you feel jealous and this and that. Like they want to see you cry all the time. That is an emotional abuser. And listen, I'm I'm hammering on it because Christian gentlemen also do it, they do it. When you are wrong, accept that you are wrong. And also apologize. Don't turn the thing around and make it rather apologize to you. But you see, there are consequences of emotionally abusing somebody. You can emotionally abuse somebody huh, and she'll end up getting married to you. But there are consequences to it. You see, in life, we have what we call reactions. Everybody say reactions. Some of the reactions are conscious reactions. You make up your mind. But the more dangerous reactions are subconscious. You are not even aware you have reacted, but you have reacted. You are not aware you have taken an action, but you have taken an action. You are not aware you have adjusted, but you have adjusted and reset some things. Let me tell you. A man who continually, emotionally abuses a woman, threatens her with divorce, threatens her with a breakup, those kind of things, eventually, you will begin to look unattractive to the woman. I'm telling you. Women are attracted to security, stability. You look insecure. You look unstable. You don't look like somebody who can be leaned on. You start becoming unattractive to your lady. I'm telling you. Eventually, it will come back and bite you. Women are looking for people who their yes is yes. Not today, I'm with you, tomorrow, I'm out. This, that, that, that. Eventually, you start looking unattractive to them. They may marry you all right, but their heart may be far away. Yes. Their heart may be far away she has begged she has apologized she has cried she has done whatever brought people to beg you anytime she does something wrong you just go and bring that thing back you are losing your respect in front of her you are lowering yourself in front of her you are looking like a boy and not a man people may react consciously they may take a decision and follow it but sometimes it's subconscious There are a lot of people in relationships and marriages who have reacted to things subconsciously. They themselves, they don't know. Recently, I sat down and I analyzed my relationships with some people. I realized I've reacted subconsciously to certain things. It's like, if you disappoint me, let's say I give you an assignment, you disappoint, you disappoint, you disappoint. I may not sit down and decide that I won't give you the assignment. At the time, we realize I have readjusted and probably look for somebody else to do it or something like i don't sit down and decide it like that i don't know if you're getting the point i'm I'm making that subconscious reaction people are in relationships and they have subconsciously adjusted they have stopped expecting they've stopped expecting certain things and it's no good hallelujah they've stopped expecting it's like ah i expect and i'm constantly getting disappointed nobody likes disappointment so you just stop expecting and it's there, it's one of the ways of subconsciously adjusting to it and if you keep continually emotionally abusing her she will react consciously and in some cases subconsciously and later you yourself you start complaining there are some people who are no longer emotionally available oh yes because you have battered their emotions too much you have hurt them too many times they are just there, They are with you for the sake of being with you. It's gone. It is gone. So now you start to complain, hey, but nowadays you don't smile with me the way that... She has not decided not to smile. The smile is just not coming. The smile is just not coming. And you see, where still, these guys who thrive on making you feel guilty and making you cry, it's like it gives them a sense of importance everybody at a point in time you become a dead goat it doesn't move you anymore you threaten me and threaten me and threaten me and do the, it gets to at times like do what you want to do and at this point because this person we are talking about thrives on you feeling guilty when he doesn't see you feeling guilty and he becomes irritated and agitated may God deliver you from such people in the name of Jesus and if you are here listening to me you are male or you are watching me online and you have these tendencies pray for god to help you because you are an emotional abuser you are scarring people's souls and people's spirits and the last one deadly man number 15 this thing it could it could have easily been 20. <laughs> i've just decided to discipline myself and, and stay with 15. deadly man number 15 and this one it's probably the most important of all of them. This deadly man. You know I have evidence to show that he's I mean like physically abusive, emotionally abusive. What are some of the ones I've talked about? Um financial skeletons whatever, all the previous forty. You may not have evidence to show that this man is any of these things, but what makes him deadly and dangerous for you is the fact that you have this gut feeling, your instinct tells you something, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. That intuition is a gift God gave women. God gave it to women whether you are spiritual or unspiritual it is there. That is why your mother can look at a guy and tell you "Mm." if you have parents and both of them are unbelievers that's unbelievers you don't have the spirit of God and you take your boyfriend listen to what your mother will say hallelujah it's a gift God gave to women they can't explain it they can't tell you a plus b is equal to c but it is in there they can sense things when you sense there is some negative vibe about him don't ignore it especially if you're a christian and you have the holy spirit inside you the holy spirit may be telling you something you may not have seen anything with your eyes he may not have shown any signs but there is just this discomfort inside you. There is just this unhappiness inside you. There is just this lack of peace inside you. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Keep praying. If you are praying and that sense of discomfort is not going, keep praying. And if it's not going, it's probably God trying to tell you that this thing is not for you. Hallelujah. The 15th deadly man is the man for whom you have a bad gut feeling. You just have a bad gut feeling. No evidence. Nothing written anywhere. You've not seen anything on his phone. Nobody has come to tell you anything. But deep inside you feel like this guy. There is something that is not right. Don't ignore it. There's something called the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. If you don't have your peace, don't move forward. It is the Holy Spirit trying to tell you there is something wrong somewhere. This person I'm talking about, it may not even be somebody who is coming to look for a relationship with you. Maybe a colleague at work, a friend, but you just don't feel fine about him. Stay away from him. At best, let him be an acquaintance. Hi, don't go to his room. Don't go and visit him. Don't befriend him. Don't form a study group with him. Don't start a business with him. Follow that instinctive voice, that, that, that still small voice that is inside you ignore it don't ignore it men are logical people so if we don't have evidence it's like okay unless you are very spiritual and you can delve into the spirit but the women they don't need to be spiritual they just can sense it this guy everything looks all right about him but when he comes around me there is just there's this discomfort that i feel i just don't feel fine don't ignore it he's a deadly man my prayer for you my daughters is that god will deliver you from these 15 deadly men in the name of jesus that god will bring the right people your way those that are meant to come to break your heart those that are meant to come to cause you pain those that are meant to come to even cause you physical harm may the holy spirit raise a standard against them in your life in the name of jesus and today by this prayer we erect a selectively permeable membrane over your life that only the right people who will come and add to your life will be able to pass through may that net catch anybody who is coming with evil intentions to destroy your life to to cause you heartache to cause you heart pain in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and for the gentlemen, I pray that if you saw yourself in any of the 15 that I said may God give you the grace to change If you are verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, may God give you the grace to change. If you are a pathological liar, may God give you the grace to change. If you are somebody who doesn't know God, if you are listening to me, give your life to Christ and repent today. Hallelujah. May God grant us the grace to live as we are supposed to live. And may God give us the wisdom to spot those in our lives that we must run away from. May God give you the grace to meet those that you are supposed to meet. And may God give you the grace to miss those that you are supposed to miss. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord add his anointing and his grace to the word that has been preached. And I declare over your life that you will not miss it. You will make the right choices. The Lord will make your eyes sensitive. Your spirit sensitive. Your ears sensitive. Your your inner man will be sharp will pick up signals even if they are very subtle and you will not make a mistake in the name of jesus may the lord bless your life may the lord bless your marriage may the lord bless your relationship may the lord bless your career may the lord bless your ministry in jesus name amen Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 24 873 or on our Facebook page, the Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.